Hi, Sam. Hi, Lauren. Are you ready to talk about Only You? I am, because after all, we we are are the the Watchers of Movies. So it's Thanksgiving Eve. It is. Which, as we all know, is almost just as big of a holiday. It, yeah. Actually, it is a pretty big day for like bar hopping, I guess. Oh, yeah. That's a thing that yeah. I think people used to do. They probably still do it. I think they it. probably I don't, still do it. Yeah, I remember it being a huge deal when I was in high school. And uh, I mean, I didn't go, but I just remember like the radio stations talking about it and stuff. And then when I was in college, Jeez, did I go maybe once, maybe twice? Mike and I, when we first started hanging out, before we were like dating, dating, we went and saw a movie on uh, Thanksgiving Eve one year. And that maybe, now I'm second guessing it. It might have been, I'm just going to go on the pretense that we did. I think we saw the movie Arrival. Okay. And it was Thanksgiving Eve. That's a good one to see. I will put money on that. I'm 100% certain it was Thanksgiving okay. Eve. No. Okay. <laughs> and uh, because, well, I just remember having a conscious. No, it was because I remember having. <laughs> Thank you for joining me on this journey uh, to the past. Uh, so I Are remember. Are you sure, though? Because having, I mean, if you're no, not. <laughs> you listen to me and you listen good. Because I remember that. Uh, <laughs> You I listen had a, to me and you listen good young lady. After the movie was done, we went to Bar Louie oh, okay. to talk about the movie and, and have they, drinkies they got and rid stuff. Of that, right? that place is gone yeah. uh, because of us. No, uh, <laughs> And I remember thinking when we were there, I remember thinking, oh, wow, it's Thanksgiving Eve and we're at a bar. That's interesting. But it was it was after the movie, so it was pretty quiet. It wasn't in Bar Louie. It wasn't a place where you'd like throw down and hoop That's it up true. as like 21 yeah. year olds. You know, and we were I liked Bar Louie because of that exact reason. And it, it was, was like Super chill. Tasty little. They had tasty little drinks and they were good. They I remember good liking that place. Good snacks. Yeah, it yeah. was it was nice. But anyway, so we did go before Thanksgiving. I remember, and I was really nervous when I met him at the theater, and uh, he already bought his tickets, and they had like ticket kiosks so you don't have to actually like go to a box office person and when i took my wallet out of my purse like my chapstick went flying up in the air and then i had to like quick catch it and i felt all flustered anyway oh what a day so it's thanksgiving eve thanksgiving eve what are your plans for thanksgiving um so we're just gonna go over to a family friend's place and have um dinner there so that, that will be nice nice yeah, yeah. i think nice. my mom's really excited about not having to cook big this time year, so. she doesn't have to cook or clean her kitchen exactly oh yeah. that's ideal what are you doing uh i'm going to my parents house nice mike and i are going to my parents house my both of my brothers and their children and wives will be there so oh. and my parents don't have a very big house so it's gonna be really warm it's gonna, I'm be, sure. <laughs> it's gonna be yeah and oh, yeah. my mom is cooking and uh well, it'll be fun, fun, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be fun. And then on Friday, we're going to see Priscilla. Yes! <laughs> That's yes. going to be fun. Which we will be reviewing next week. Yes. So. little spoiler yeah. of the movie spoiler title. Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I said it that way. <laughs> alert. <laughs> I liked it. Um, I kind of liked saying it that way. It felt good. I think I you should put it in your lexicon. Alert. <laughs> I like it. Hasn't gotten old yet. Uh, um, so I don't think I really have any new movies I've seen or anything that I've want to talk about. 
you know? Uh, yeah, I, uh, I got, I got Netflix again, finally. Mm -hmm. I need to get that. Specifically so I could watch all the light we cannot see. Um, and I watched one episode, but my mom also wants to watch it. So I told her she could come watch it with me. Mm Mm-hmm. Because she doesn't have Netflix, and you can't share anymore without getting charged a lot, which is so dumb. I know. It's so stupid. It is. (laughs) But anyway, they're making extra money on me, so I guess it worked. But um, I've also been watching the Great British Baking Show again, which I really missed. (laughs) And there's a new host with Noel Fielding. It's him and another woman. I can't remember her name now, but she's really good, and it's a really fun season, and I love that show. It's so good. The Great British so Baking funny. Show and Animal Crossing, I feel like if you're in any sort of funk or sad mood or feeling stressed or anything, just do one of the two or maybe both at the same time. And I feel like it will pull you out of your doldrums because it's just such a fun and happy, relaxing show. And I call it the most the most stressful relaxing show you will ever watch yeah <laughs> it's like it is stressful yeah but it's also like so chill at the same time like it is it is inexplicably somehow both of those things and it's amazing because i've never seen any other show that has like relaxes me and simultaneously stresses me out <laughs> you yeah <know? laughs> yeah i don't really get stressed out uh, i i should because i get stressed out in other shows like chopped i really like chopped I don't have cable anymore, so I haven't been able to watch Chopped in a while, but that show stresses me out, but it's still really fun. But right. the British baking show, for some reason, I'm just like totally chill. I'm it's just so, like. It's so chill. Like, it just everything, I mean, it's like the colors they use in the tent, yeah, like they the know what environment, they're doing. the ambient yeah. like environment is like gorgeous. I mean, I know they're on this. It almost makes me want to go. English except estate. I can't bake for shit. <laughs> And yeah, I'm not well, British <laughs> or live anywhere near the UK. Yeah. And that would be an issue, I feel like, because I think that they go home. Yeah, they only yeah. they only record on the weekends yeah. and then they do their normal lives during the week and they have time to practice some of the bakes and stuff. And Yeah, see, that would be. So I'd be like, when I'm, I'm heading home, everyone, and they'd be like, okay, well, we'll see you next weekend. And I'd be like, probably not. I cannot <laughs> afford another trip here. Okay, yeah, thanks. Maybe bye, it's been really great. Maybe they pay for it. Yeah, maybe. Oh, look, the kitty's oh, here. It's a cat. Hello, so kitty. So surprising. I never see a cat around Whoa. here. Whoa. Do you have a lot to say? Hello. He's really into it. He's I like, like it. So I don't think that I've he's watched. So fluffy. I don't think I've watched many much yeah. movies or anything. I've just been rewatching Frasier. Yeah. And as I said to you before we started recording, Frasier and Roz should have ended up together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you. I know. You know, I you weren't a believer. I, I wasn't. I wasn't into it the first time, but the third time, and this is the third time, I'm into it. <laughs> just take just the third time's a charm, I guess. I guess so. Um, so you want to talk about the movie? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this is the yes recommended by Isabella. Thank you so much, Isabella. Isabella, thank you. And uh, this is a 2018 one, not the uh, 90s one with Robert Downey Jr. and Marissa Tomei. Um, And Marissa Tomei, yeah. So um, it's called Only You. mm -hmm. Yep. (laughs) Indeed. (laughs) Did you ever see Heart and Soul with Robert Downey Jr.? I don't think so. It's with. Alfre Woodard and I, I can't remember the the rest of the cast, but it's like about a guy that like is followed by these ghosts 
throughout his life and they're like but they're like it's like kind of like a comedy it's like a romantic comedy i really liked it It was super cheesy but i really liked it i thought it was really cute but i don't i just thought of that that's mm. i don't know i kind of associate both of those movies together you know okay. they're kind of like sure. they have the similar vibes to them yeah so but anyway so do you want to give a synopsis about the movie yeah you want me to do it i can i can give a synopsis all right so uh, the movie follows. Sorry, he's like, oh, you stop grabbing my I head. I dare you. <laughs> Just to give a little picture for the listener, the whole time I'm talking right now, I'm scratching this kitty's ears. He demands he is it. Loving it. And uh, his he's, eyes are he's really closed. leaning into it. I used to like when my dog would lean into it when it you're scratching so her ears. Um, so only you, parentheses 2018, mm-hmm. uh, follows the story of Elena and. Jake, mm-hmm. two young Scottish people who meet on New Year's Eve, sleep together, and start this whirlwind romance. And uh, believing they're meant to be together, they go on this journey to have a child. But Elena is 35 and Jake is 26. And so she is not like she has a lot of trouble conceiving. And so they go through like IVF and stuff. And the pressure, uh, the pressure and the toil that they go through is sort of what the movie's about. Uh, we'll flesh it out more, I'm sure. But so, yeah. What did you think of the movie? Well, I liked it because um, I don't think it's perfect, uh, but I thought that there was some really realistic emotional journeys that they took, and I thought the story was interesting, and I. Uh, I have to say, Josh O'Connor, who played Jake, he plays Mr. Elton in the new Emma, the oh, Anya Taylor-Joy okay. Emma. So it that was a little bit of a hurdle for me because Mr. Elton is notoriously like a prat, oh, I guess really? you'd okay, say. Okay. Well, you know, Elton and Lewis, um, Jeremy Sisto. Oh, that's right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was, I, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah. what's his yeah. name plays him in the Gwyneth Paltrow version? I can't remember. Is now. that Ewan McGregor? No. 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 <laughs> Ewan McGregor is Frank Churchill. Thank you very much. Oh, my apologies. Uh, who's that guy? Who's the guy who plays him? He's got kind of like pointy features and he's kind of like a snivelly. I don't know. I mean, I'd have to look I know it up his again. name. Like yesterday when I was practicing this, I said his name, but I, <laughs> yes, now you know my secret. I practice what I'm going to say. I always and practice. you can tell that it really does good because I can't remember his name now. Um, <laughs> look it up. Where, uh, I don't know where my, it up. Oh, no, there's my phone. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Okay. I'll look it up. Um, good. Anyway, so he played Mr. Alton and Emma and, and obviously that, uh, <laughs> that role is not like a, a love interest, but or like a good love interest but anyway alan cumming oh yeah yeah okay 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 yeah yeah okay uh but i think leia costa who played elena i think she's beautiful and i thought her performance was amazing and i think she stole the show like i really think the jake character is kind of unimportant almost i think she's she's really really good and um yeah, I just I think there's some scenarios and some emotions in it that I think are really really well done, and um, there's also things in it that uh, were pretty wa- wacky, uh, <laughs> and we'll get in we'll we'll yeah. talk about that. But um, overall, I liked it. Uh, it it um, it had I don't know it had an emotional depth that I appreciated. 
How about you? Well, <clears throat> I kind of dreaded watching this movie all week because I didn't think I was going to like it. And I was right. I did not like it. I I'm knew. not surprised I, I did not Mike. like it. I texted Mike and I said, <laughs> Lauren is going to hate this movie. Yeah. <laughs> I was watching it. And like it ended and I was like, oh my God, it's over. Thank God. <laughs> I, I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And I think the acting is good. But I did not care about these characters. I didn't really like them. I didn't want them to succeed in having a baby. I thought they were crazy for having a baby after knowing each other for like, what, three months? Like, all of a sudden, he's like, let's have a baby together. And I was like, let's get to know each other a little bit better first. Like, what the hell? And to me, like, okay, I think a really, like, perfect example of how I feel about this movie is, have you ever seen the show Master of None? It's with Aziz Ansari. No. Okay. It was a Netflix show. It was on, like, probably, probably came out, like, seven years ago or something. But there was, like, one or two, two or three seasons. I stopped watching after the first season because there's one episode that I think was only about 45 minutes long, but legitimately felt like two hours, where it was just them fighting the entire time. It was, like, him and his girlfriend. And it was the longest fucking episode I had ever seen of anything in my entire life. And I hated it. And I was so fucking bored the entire time. And when it ended, I was like, okay, so that was two hours. And then I looked at the time and I was like, wow, that was 45 minutes. I felt like it wasted my life. And so this movie, I kind of felt the same way about it. I was like... I don't disagree. This movie felt long. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. I, I just like... I don't feel like I wasted my life, but it felt long. I... I was not. I I knew I wasn't going to like it. I knew I wasn't going to. And like Isabella, <laughs> I feel like it's really like hot and cold with me. Um, because she recommended five to seven, right? Yeah. Okay. So you recommended five to seven and I loved five to seven. I thought it was terribly romantic. Um, but <laughs> there's been a lot of others where I'm like, mm, no. Um, and this one was one of those. I just... I, I, you know, and, and it could be from, I'm, I'm trying to see it from objective perspective, but I think that the point of this podcast is that it's not really objective, it's subjective, you know? Well, yeah, you got to give your honest review. And I just couldn't find interest in two people who jumped into a relationship and immediately the first thing that they started thinking of doing was bringing a whole ass person into this world when it's already so hard to be a whole ass person as it is let alone having parents that have only been together for like three months you know it's like you two don't even know each other have you even farted in front of each other because if you haven't you should not be having a baby together i'm sorry but them's the rules okay if you have not farted do not create it <laughs> wow that I was really, poetic it, you pulled it out of the air I really struggle with that you one. got it i okay that I'm should be sure. on that should be embroidered i like it you should give it to uh, you should give it as a present as, at baby showers <laughs> oh man yeah i um I, to me, like the entire movie felt like I was just watching two people have sex and fight. And I wasn't, I didn't care. I didn't care about that. I didn't care. I was, I mean, I have empathy. So there were parts where I I felt for the characters. But for the most part, I was kind of hoping the entire time that she was going to cheat on him. Because of the Elvis Costello song. Also, 
who's having sex yeah. to Elvis Costello? <laughs> I, I, well, people can have sex to pretty much anything, I know, but, but <laughs> I really, th- I also thought that the Elvis Costello song was like a weird, um, what's the word that Chekhov's I'm looking for? Gun? It was like a Chekhov's gun that so didn't too. pay off. Yeah, I thought um, it was she was going to cheat with the friend, the brother. Well, the like incest no. brother, by the way, what the hell was going on with the sister? She's like, oh, tell him when you have sex with him after, you know, call him and tell him he has a massive cock. And I was like, I actually I want to talk I want to talk about that because her name Carly or whatever yeah one of the things I really liked about this movie was specifically that storyline because Mm -hmm. the brother's name so Elena's best friend Carly had a brother and at the beginning of the movie he was like they were at a New Year's Eve party and he was really trying trying so hard to sleep with Elena and it was so obvious that she just wasn't she was being polite but she was not into it and she's leaving hugging her and she's like okay and he was yeah and she was leaving the party and uh her friend Carly was like you can stay and sleep on the pullout sofa and he like appeared, he like materialized and he was like, I don't mind sharing the pullout sofa. And I was like, Shane, <laughs> oh, she's not interested. Yeah, like, so bro. <laughs> then through the movie happens, and at near the end of the movie, after her and Jake have had the inevitable like rocky breakup, she goes to Carly's wedding and Shane is there. And Shane previously was in a relationship. And I want to talk more about this scene in a little bit, but I'm just going to talk about this moment just one aspect of this moment so carly gets married and shane is at the wedding and shane had been in a relationship and elena obviously had been in a relationship and they're both having a cigarette break and they both discover that their relationships are on you know like on hold or broken up or whatever and i my my heart drops and i'm like the next it's going to fade to black and the next scene is going to be them having sex that's what i thought was going to happen i was so upset I just, I just hate that. I don't think that's a creative storyline at all. And then she didn't have sex with him. And I, that, now I'm not suggesting that people don't break up and then go out and just have sex with someone they know would want to have sex with them. I'm not suggesting that that doesn't happen and that's fine. But emotionally, I related to what actually happened a little bit more because, um, <laughs> without like tooting my own horn, there were people that i worked with at celebration who i knew there was not people there was somebody that i knew he wanted to go out with me and i just didn't he he, there was nothing wrong with him he was a fine person it's just there was nothing there like i didn't it wasn't your jam i yeah, yeah and i just didn't and he tried a lot and i just was kind of like politely never really reciprocated and like i so i put myself in that situation and i thought like if i was in a relationship where i really felt this like deep love for somebody and that relationship ended i still wouldn't want to have sex with this person that i used to work with right because it's just not there and so her not having sex with shane i think was a more creative storyline because it's so like so every movie i feel like will just be like oh look they're having sex because they're both broken up and he wanted to date her and I and I liked that she had like some sort of level of self-respect or something and like an emotional like because and then also 
on Jake's side after they broke up it showed him sort of couch surfing again but it never showed him sleeping with another woman yeah and I appreciated that as well because I think most movies are like look at them they're going out there spreading their seed to everyone around and I'm like yes and then he got some other girl pregnant yeah <laughs> yeah yes could you imagine does oh my God. happen that does happen and everyone copes with things differently but I liked that the movie validated their feelings for each other because yeah. I think they were both legitimately heartbroken and heartbroken enough to not immediately jump into bed with other people. And Elena didn't jump into bed with some to somebody she had already rejected. She didn't want to sleep with him. Right. And I thought that that is really rare in movies. Like it, it, movies really don't toe that line of like that integrity depth of character to be like no their feelings were legitimate and she already rejected him she doesn't need to sink right. to that level and so i i actually really liked that she didn't sleep with the brother character um for that reason yeah i think i would have been okay with it if he had not impregnated another woman you know what i mean if he wasn't with anyone he didn't have a baby on the way and they had sex i would have been like all right I, I understand. I get it. But I felt like that should have happened because of the Costello song. You know, it's like he, you know, Jake's like, it's one thing to just turn it on and be like, okay, so Elvis Costello is playing like, in yeah, the background. I agree. Yeah. But then he's like, well, this song's actually about a woman cheat or cheating on Elvis Costello and he's heartbroken. And I was like, okay, so that's going to happen. And then when it didn't, I was like, okay, why? Did, why? Then why mm-hmm. include that part? Like why that was just yeah why just have the song play? Yeah, I didn't yeah. I didn't understand that. I, I mean, agree. I, I like, thought that I was like weird as well. Costello. I like some of his music. You know, I mean that's that's chill, like cool. But to me, with that whole thing, with pointing that out and making that really obvious, and then having nothing come of it, I was just like, why? Why include that scene? There's what? no reason just to have that. Yeah, you know, just put a different song right. on, or, like, or don't make him explain the song because I feel the same yeah. way. Or I actually thought it might go the other way, and he would cheat on her. I, yeah, I wasn't but sure. There would be I, some I, cheating, yeah, is what I that's thought. That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, and, and I was like. I was like disappointed when it didn't happen because the entire movie I was like, all right, someone's going to have sex with someone else. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, yawn, these people are super boring. (laughs) I just, I really just, I also, I just really didn't like the movie. It wasn't my jam, you know? So it's, it's, to me, I more wanted it because it just would have been a bunch of shit and chaos that I would have been like, yes. This is awful, and I love it. You know what I mean? Like, I would have just added well, a I level of drama why, that I would have been like, okay. That's why I liked it, because I think, um, I feel like movies sometimes portray people as just, like, sleeping their way through their city, and I yeah. I don't know if most people behave that way. Like, most people have probably multiple sexual partners. I'm not suggesting that. I'm just saying, like, this movie had sort of a, almost like a a calm sexuality about it yeah because they were having a lot of sex with each other Mm -hmm. but it wasn't like this you know like oh you know if i can't if i don't have sex with jake there's 12 other guys just lining up and i'm gonna have sex with all of them you know i think sometimes movies portray that in in a way and it's slightly unrealistic for a lot of people i think there are probably plenty of people that are more alive than i am who just like go out and have a different partner all the time but I just. I mean, I've never, but I don't. I know. think like, <laughs> and I'm not, I mean, everybody can do whatever they want. I'm just right. saying there is, there is some unrealism in movies a lot when it comes to, like, falling into bed with people. 
Right. And, and so right. I, I thought that this was just more realistic about couples who just want to be together and live life together. Yeah. And I think that... Um, See, the thing is, I think as far as their relationship went, Jake and Elena, or they they pronounced it differently, but I'm just going to say Elena because I can't remember. Um, with I, I liked the progression or the beginning, I guess, of their relationship. Like the, it, it felt pretty organic and natural that these two people were like attracted to each other. They ended up at her place. They ended up having sex. It was right, fun. Exactly. And, and they it were was New kinda, Year's Eve. So yeah, they, yeah. And they were kind of cute and awkward the next morning. And you could mm-hmm. tell that they were like into each other, but they weren't quite sure where it was going yet. But I think the biggest issue I had is, again, it was like three months because it really wasn't that long. And you see them celebrate their one year anniversary, you know, so you know that they have been together for a long time. And a year is really like you can know someone after a year, but you really don't know someone until you're along in your relationship a lot more. You know, like personally now at the age that I am, there is no way in hell that I would ever get married to anyone that I have known for less than a year. To me, that's like my experience has led me to go, no, we're not going down that path again. You know, we're not going to fall for someone who later makes me feel like shit, you know. So um, so the fact that he like, you know, she's like holding this baby and instead of him just like watching her hold this baby or whatever, he's immediately like, oh, well, let's have a child. Also, I have to say this before I forget. So she told him that she was, what, 28 or whatever originally? And then she... She said 29. 29, right. And then so she's like, actually, just kidding. I'm like 33. And then she's like, actually, just kidding. I'm 36. And I was like, Jake, are you sure you want to be with someone who lied to you three different times about their age or two different two different times about their age? Because to me, if she did it once, okay. But then the second time, like, it had been several hours later and she's like whispering it to him and he, they're asleep. And she's like, Jake, what if I wasn't actually that age? I would have been like, is this someone that I want to spend time with who can't like tell me something as true, like as simple and truthful as their age? You know? Well, I think that there's nothing necessarily simple about telling somebody your age when they're 26 and you're 35 yeah i think that that is a little bit scary yeah um so i think that's why i liked this movie so much because they did a really good job showing two people who obviously have a spark but don't know each other very well right making impulsive decisions yeah (laughs) i mean but it wasn't like to me well, okay, first off, <laughs> I don't know if I told you this, but the other day, um, so one of the students at the dance studio, she was going to see the Jonas Brothers. Did I tell you the story? I did? Okay. Well, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> you can tell it for the listeners. Okay, fine. I'll just tell it. So she's going to the Jonas Brothers, and she's like 25, I think. Um, she's really sweet. And like I was talking to her dad, because her dad was also a dancer there. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to listen to Jonas Brothers when I was like in my 20s. And he goes, oh, I thought you were like 26. And I was like, oh, my God, that's the exact age I am. <laughs> Thank 26, you. 26, that's right. <laughs> like, yeah, that's totally right. I I'm, I'm, can't wait for my I'm 30th 26. birthday. <laughs> I know, I can't wait. Like, what am I going to do for my 30th? That's like, oh, four years away. <laughs> At least I have time to plan it. <laughs> but like that, maybe I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> Thank you. I am that age. Um, but I never lied about it you know and it's not like I'm dating the guy anyway but I don't know I I guess that sat wrong with me because the first time I think it would have been okay but then when she did it twice I was like oh 
Like, it just made me go, like, what else are you going to lie about in the future, Elena? You know, because, you know, we all have different experiences and we all have different experiences with people that create um, distrust or trauma in our lives. And maybe my personal level of trauma is just that I wouldn't trust someone who did that to me because of what I've personally dealt with, you know? So maybe someone who has not had my experiences would see that differently. But to me, that would be a huge fucking red flag because I don't think I'd be able to trust them about anything else because I'd always be wondering, well, you lied about your age twice. So what else are you lying about to me? You know, and and I think I had that like immediately set me on the path of I don't know if I really care about this couple because, again, she's lying to him. So it's. I guess, for, like, from that perspective, it's just, it, it's just, like, I just don't understand why someone would want to pursue something like that when you barely know this person. Like, you had fun. You had fun, okay? You know, and that's well, great. Well, I mean, most people who start dating probably don't know each other very well. No, I know, but... So uh, it's it's not like it's that out of the ordinary that they have to learn new things about each other. I know, but it's the fact that she lied about it multiple times. That's what I'm... I'm, I'm just... I'm caught up on that. I can't get I, I over don't know. it. You know, I can't get past it. I don't think she... I mean, she came clean, like, pretty quickly. It was the same day. Yeah, for, I guess that's true, but... I don't know. I, I just... I, I don't think I saw it as severely as you did. Okay. I think... There is a level of lying where I'd be like, this isn't... I Like, I thought he... Well, he obviously was sleeping with his roommate. And <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, she I asked him... I felt like him, she's like, oh, you left these things in my, in my yeah. room. And I was like, mm, they were banging. So, <laughs> and then when they were walking... Because so, I thought it was pretty crazy that he was moving... Well, okay. To piggyback on what you said, I thought it was more concerning that um, he was content. Well, he wasn't even really couch surfing. He had a room. Yeah. But he was content to move in. Yeah. So quickly that. It seemed like after like almost two or three weeks. It was weeks. like two. No, yeah. He, yeah. And yeah, so. It seemed um, really like she's like, oh, he just then, hasn't left. And I was like. Yeah. Well, that's fine. Then, but <laughs> So they're walking back to her place with his things. Right. And she's like, so when did it start? And she's like trying to ask him stories about like, when did you start sleeping with your roommate? Are you in a relationship with her? She was, you know, the subtext. Yeah. And he like, was like, totally legitimate questions re- too. Well, yeah, I mean, like, I would like to know if somebody that I was starting to sleep with had recently slept with somebody else. Like, yeah, that's a, that's kind of a red flag. Cause you're like, is it over between the two of you? Right. What's going on? Like you what know? kind of emotions are involved on either yeah. end? Is she yeah, going to be so, like an issue? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, are no. you going to be an issue? Is I don't even care about issue? her. Are you yeah, going to be an issue? True, like, yeah. Are you thinking that you're this like cool guy who can just bed all these women? Right. So I think that that is a legitimate question. And I liked how he sort of evaded it. He's like, it never even started. So I think the implication is they were having casual sex. And yeah, I think so, too. And so for however, whatever the time frame is, he went from sleeping t- with his roommate to sleeping and moving in with Elena really fast. It felt like maybe and a month. So I, I mean, they say. were both lying to each other in a way like he didn't do anything wrong if they weren't. I mean, they weren't. In a re- it sounds like him and his roommate weren't in a relationship and his roommate knew it. She didn't right. seem upset at all. No, she she um, seemed so very casual. She's like, "Hey, take your yeah." I'm not cock suggesting ring or whatever. It was clothing. 
right now. <laughs> uh, I'm not suggesting that he was like a cheater or doing anything wrong. I'm just saying, in a way, they were both kind <laughs> of laughing at my own joke, lying to each other. Yeah, I and guess. I mean, I, so, I guess, I don't know. To me, I guess his was less worse just because they didn't like know each other when he was sleeping with his roommate but hers was like her transgression i'm putting that in quotations was a little worse to me just because she did it multiple times that's what that see i can't it's the multiple times she had done it once it's that's whatever you know what i mean like i get it i'm a woman women have a tendency sometimes not all of us to lie about our ages my actually my grandmother my on my mom's side um i have no idea how old she was when she passed away and my mom will not tell me and i've asked her many many times and she won't tell my sister because my grandma kept it secret she she would never told anyone her age and so that's like a thing you know at like i legitimately don't know she could have been in her 70s she could have been in her 80s i don't think she was in her 90s i don't think she was that old but I have no idea. I genuinely have no fucking clue, you know? I mean, I could probably, I could probably figure out an estimate, you know, based yeah. on my... I think that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I would say, I, I just don't know. I don't know, you know? Anyway, so... So what's on her headstone? Um, I, I, Well, she's interred at, a ma- at the mausoleum, the family mausoleum in Italy. Mm. Um, her family's mausoleum. So... Or part of her ashes are anyway. I think that some of them were scattered. So I don't know. I mean, the last time I saw it was when I was like 21. So it's been a long time. You should yeah. go to Italy and see it. I see would if there's love, dates. Girl, I, I would love to go back to Italy. <laughs> I would go to... You should do Ancestry.com. You know, I want to do that too. Just do I, it. I should. And then I you really should. Tell your I mom. really should. Guess what I know? I know. Well, like I've told the my Mormons parents that I want to do it, and like they're like, "Why don't do it?" And, I, and they're and I'm like, "But I want to know." I'm like, "What if one of our family members is a serial killer? And that's the only way that they can catch him." It happens. It happened to Joseph D'Angelo, <laughs> the Golden State Killer. That's how they caught him was through like Ancestry.com or Twenty Three yeah, Me or whatever. Cool, yeah. you know? So um, they're like, "No, you don't need to do it." And I'm like, "You're." You're telling me no, but that's making me want to do it more. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's, I mean, you can do whatever you want. Very true. It's not like they're saying, no, you I don't I am 26 need to years do- old after all. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. <laughs> to the that's true. My brain is just fully formed. <laughs> um, well, I want to talk about, um, so they really quickly move in together. Yeah. And, uh, and they seem to have a nice relationship in general not a relationship that i would ever advise to move in together but i kind of wondered and the the movie never addressed this and i really wanted it to so they went to the baby shower and elena was holding a baby like you said and jake saw her holding the baby and when they were riding the bus home he was like let's have a baby and she was like, you're crazy. We just met each other. Yeah. And, you are uh, crazy, Jake. Yeah. Well, it is crazy. But it's I totally wanted, crazy. And then in later, as the movie progresses, I think this is really interesting. Uh, Jake is 26. Mm-hmm. And I think you can pretty much assume that he has never been in a long-term relationship. Because yeah. he's in sta- he, he has instability in his life in that he... Uh, is just renting a tiny room sleeps with his roommate but isn't in a relationship with her so i think he's like you know and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i'm just saying like as a character trait 
he seems kind of unstable. So I don't think well, he's, he's ever been. He's also only 26. So that right. totally makes sense that exactly. he would be that way. Yeah. Because yeah. he's so young. I don't he's... think he's ever been in a long-term relationship. I and don't think so either. when he goes to Elena's house, he's like, it's like a real house in here. Like he's marveling that right. it's so nice and comfortable. And her place so did look really. It was her really place nice. Was pretty cute. I yeah. liked it. Yeah, and, it looked uh, pretty comfy. And I, so <laughs> I, I liked that they had like his character had this like impulsivity to it, and you learn that he had a really, really good upbringing. His parents, for all intents and purposes, really loved each other. His mother yeah. died when he was young, but he had a really happy childhood, and and he had a really good relationship with his parents, and they had a really good relationship with each other. So he had this like, and he still has a good relationship with his dad. With his dad, yeah. and he has these like rose-colored glasses about love and romance I that think so a twenty-six-year-old wouldn't be jaded yet probably if you had been as is inexperienced and unstable as him in terms of like not really obviously not having long-term relationships but really wanting to be like this like and the baby makes three perfect family so i liked that because that shone through a lot throughout the movie and i thought that that was really well done and subtle once again and then i liked that elena was 35 She'd been around the block. She knows what's up. She's probably been in long-term, at least one long-term relationship. Yeah. She knows that relationships take work. <laughs> and all, all of her friends around her are getting married and having kids. Yeah. And her age is, is like a big topic of discussion. Like, even at the party in the beginning of the movie, they're like, oh, you're 35, you know? And then, Ugh. so I just like, think... That, like, hits too close to home because I'm 36 and I'm like, you know what? Fuck you. <laughs> you know what I mean, like, just like to all those little, like, like hens out there, like, fuck you for telling me how to live my life at 36 years old. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just got irritated by the whole thing. <laughs> you're giving me a look. I know I made a weird voice there, but no, I liked it. Thank you. Um, it's like your old crone voice. I don't know if I can. Anyway, repeat so it. I liked that Elena. Well, so anyway, Elena was like, we don't know each other when he mentioned having a kid. Yeah, and, I thought. And then I just, well, I just have to say this. The, I think everything that you're saying is so like on point because he's he's this young guy. He's really as like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm just reiterating what you said. And then he. I think it's like he just looks at like it's like what you said he looks at this this child having bringing this other child in this world thinking that like oh you know he's thinking that his parents never fought and that's what a relationship's like and then he finds out later like no we did fight we just didn't fight around you you know and and I just think that Jake is just so young and he's kind of like has this idealized unrealistic version of what life or romance should be like and thinking that a baby's going to make everything complete and it's like a baby is going to make everything way harder you know like if you guys are not if you're not stable as is without a child that child is not going to make things better that child is going to make things a lot harder you know, it's not going to be like, a, a, you know, a piece of cake. It's not going to be a walk It's in the park. It's going to be like, oh, shit, actually, I have to raise and, you know, um, like feed an entire whole ass human being. And suddenly 
all these responsibilities. You know, you you need a, a different regular job. You can't be like a DJ with a baby. You know, like, he, you know what I mean? Like, he's just, he's got these, like, I think he just has this, like, idealized version of this life that is not really going to happen because it's well, not going to be perfect, you know? Yeah, I mean, and I think, so... I wondered if his because it was interesting that he was the gung ho one about having a baby. She, I thought, so I think too. she she wanted one because she went along with it. Oh yeah, but I think you know. Uh, but I thought it was interesting that he was the gung ho one, and then you find out that he just you know he wanted what he had growing up. He wanted to totally. be a parent, and I thought that that was kind of refreshing in a movie because usually yeah. in movies men are just kind of like ooh I'm floating on the breeze who are kids yeah. you know. So I thought that yeah. that was interesting. And they're like, I have to babysit my children tonight. And I'm like, sir, <laughs> they're your children. You're not babysitting. You're being a parent. Right. right? It's like- so dumb. But um, so I, I thought that that was interesting. And I also thought that he had, and she called him naive because mm-hmm. when they were having trouble conceiving, she called him naive for, you know, because he was like, and I thought that this was interesting when, because they went and they did like a cons- consultation for IVF. And when they walked out to the car, he was like, it's not very romantic, is it? And she called I him know. naive. And she should have, because that is a naive thing yeah. to say. Like, that's something that a 26 year old who doesn't know anything about the female anatomy uh, would say. And I right. think that every time. Uh, so. I wondered if some of his gung ho-ness was because she was 35 and he was like, oh, Maybe. we gotta have a kid now. But right. I don't think that was all of it. I think some of it was because he just wanted this like perfect life. But then I also think that every time she got her period, I think she was reminded that she's 35 and yeah. he's 26. And she said at the beginning of the movie, she's like, when I'm 40, you're gonna be 30. Right. You won't want to have sex with a 40 year old woman and he was like i will i think we're meant to be together we're like your body's and that, gonna change that much in well, five years <laughs> i think the idea is like i just i just think the idea is he's gonna be 30 and like still young and not that 40s old i'm just saying i just she's no beautiful. I, I understand I, what you mean i, I get totally, it yeah because when yeah. you're as you're getting older there are always people younger than you right and there are always people who are you know everything is like there's always somebody who you think is better than you and you're afraid that your partner will also think is better than you and i think that that's a realistic feeling yeah well she's and she's insecure she's feeling she, insecure and, yeah, yeah like yeah. if i was dating somebody who was 30 right now i would feel really insecure i also don't know what we would have in common but i just say like, i know i think about sometimes i'm like what if i dated someone in their 20s and i'm like no 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 that would be yeah like i mean there's i think there's like i don't know i think my cutoff as far as like age how old someone can be like how how young they can be is is like 30 but it's like it's like a squeaking by 30 like i would prefer them to be older you know and then like the oldest i think would be like 52 that feels right i guess <laughs> that's but that's still i would still prefer not to date someone in their 50s you know what i mean i'd prefer to date someone younger but you understand what i'm saying it's yeah. like that what is that isn't there um is it how I met your mother the half your age plus seven or whatever? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's, I mean, they talk about it on how I met your mother, but it might be bigger than that show. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah. anyway, but anyway, um, so, um, so I don't know. I thought it would be kind of interesting when they were fighting like near the end, if he would have maybe said something like, 
I don't, you know, I want to have kids while we still can or something. And because I thought, like, what are you so gung ho about? But I also, um, the when you're like having sex with somebody and you're about to put the condom on, is not the right time to discuss family planning. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I would I be think, like, I'm not thinking about that like, right now, dude. Like, well, I'm, no, you know, she's like, like he's yeah, cause she's <clears throat> right. like handing him the condom and he's like, well, maybe let's not put this on. And I was like, bro, just like. <laughs> You have your whole life. Like, you have so much time to have sex and make a child. Have well, sex with a condom. literally men, their entire lives. Yeah. <laughs> literally. Like, have sex with a condom and then talk about it in the morning. And he's not, he shouldn't be worried about family planning right now. And, no, no. And then, like, late, just a little bit later in the movie, she's trying to seduce him because she's ovulating. And he's like, not, he's like, I'm really tired. Can't he we do it in the morning? Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. And he's like, can't we do this in the morning? And she's like, no, because I'm ovulating now. And I think that as soon as sex becomes work in a relationship, it's right. a bad sign. And they well, were and just said that too he's like i didn't like that that was mechanical and they yeah and then it just like it ended up not really happening like they had sex but then they stopped before anything happened like anyone orgasmed and and um and i I thought that that was interesting because like you said they'd only been dating for like three months and now sex has already worked for them and this stress of like oh now we have to make sure that we're getting like we're having sex at the right times and then doing like the ivf injections and i have to say i thought it was wild that they started doing IVF. I did too. Why? Like I was that like, like blew my mind. I was like, wow. Already? I'm like, it's only been like six months, guys. Well, like or I whatever. Think, like, I don't know. But uh, that's one of the things I think could have been stronger in the movie because I think the subtext in that was that she was insecure about her age. Yeah. And she well, obviously. was insecure <laughs> about how long it was taking her to get pregnant. Right. And so I think that she wanting to please him wanted to get pregnant faster right that's what i took from the but i think that the movie could have been a little bit more explicit that's just like something i inferred and i don't even know if that's what the film wanted you to think that's just how i felt i was like every time she's reminded of her age because she doesn't get pregnant she's also reminded that you know he might get disappointed with all all of these things might tick a box for him like too old can't get pregnant can't have a family like and eventually he might just realize that she's just not the person for him and i think that that's scary and um i really i i have to say i actually really empathize with her on that because um even though i'm not even remotely close to the in the same boat that she is there was just this like level of like you, you know she she's talking to her friend and she's crying and she's like i'm just dreaming about this baby that i don't know if i'm ever gonna have and i'm like i'm like this poor woman you know it didn't we don't i mean we don't really get to know her as a person previously to her meeting jake you know they pretty much meet right away um but there was just this like utter like sadness and just this void that she clearly felt in her life and it's like all she wanted was this one thing. And then she's watching all of her friends having this dream that she's been dreaming of. And she's just like, cool. So, like, I'm so happy for you guys. But I'm not happy because this is what I want. And I'm just seeing you guys do it like it's nothing. Or, you know, Shane, his wife or his girlfriend, what was her name? Annalise or whatever. She gets pregnant. 
And so she's like, oh, okay, well, like, gra- like, glad that you had an accident one night and it just happened for you, Shane. You know what I mean? Like, I could see, well, I think, you know, it's like, yeah, uh, like, she's just like, I've been trying and doing IVF, but glad it just worked out for you, Shane. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, oh, you got some girl pregnant? Okay, well, <laughs> you know. Like, I know, <laughs> yeah, like, and I think you can feel her sadness and just, like, how much she right. wants it to happen and it's just not. And that's... Like See, rewinding. I have to say, can I just say really, really quick? If I were in her shoes, I would have started avoiding my friends. I knew I would, because I don't think I'd emotionally be able to handle that. I'd be like, "Oh, you guys are so happy with your little babies," and I'm sitting here like, mm, "Cool, yeah, can't get pregnant." Right, 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 great, 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 great. And my boyfriend might leave me because of it, you know. And it's just like, you know, it's just like, who needs that level of happiness when you're just so miserable? You know, you want to be around other people that are also miserable. You know what I mean? Like you're like, you're like, listen, Carly or whatever your name is. You're just, you're just too happy right now. And I see your cute little adorable baby and all I want to do is steal it. And I know that's against the law and I shouldn't do that to my friend, but I really want to make it happen. So I have to leave forever, probably. Goodbye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's just... Well, I think like rewinding, when sex started becoming work, I think was the moment when they probably like the baby making business was shut down because when you're first in a relationship with somebody, you just want to have sex all the time. Oh yeah. Yeah. So they should have just keep your hands off each other all the time. Like they normally would have. And maybe it would have happened. Maybe not. You don't know, you know, but instead they're putting all this pressure on themselves and this stress and it's, so I well, she she like she clearly was trying to make it like more fun for him. She's like, let me give you a blowjob, and he's like, nah. nah, nah well, I think that's this. also like I feel like that that scene I thought was really interesting because I think like so she she wanted to have sex with him, and he was just like, I'm really tired, and and then she kind of coaxed him into having it, and then he just kind of wanted to get it over with and then he stopped because he thought she wasn't into it and i think that that's a really interesting scene because you're so vulnerable when you're having sex that getting rejected quote unquote rejected he wasn't rejecting her he was just literally tired and didn't want to have sex but if you she was also kind of rude too well i she like took his laptop that he was working on and just like put it to the side well that's the thing i think that like when you're when sex is just like fun and not work right and you're seducing someone that works but then the next day when they say they're tired and you persist it kind of becomes this like weird i know you're not rejecting me but it feels like i'm being rejected because i'm trying to offer you this like like i'm offering you me and you're rejecting it so therefore it feels like you're rejecting me even though the logical part of your brain knows that it's not that it feels that way yeah no definitely yeah and so i thought that that was an interesting moment that he couldn't even complete the this like he couldn't have an orgasm and he thought she wasn't into it so she felt rejected at the beginning he felt rejected at the end and i thought it was pretty powerful of their early relationship to have that open conversation afterwards where like you said he was like that felt mechanical i don't want to do it that way ever again yeah and I was like, good for you guys for talking it out because Seriously. that would be really difficult. Because when, like, if you stop having sex mid-sex, 
I mean, that would be like that would be really hard to just like have a rational conversation afterwards. I think. I think. I, yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, maybe the next morning, me, but <laughs> maybe the next morning you could have right. a rational conversation. But like, well, yeah, and your like emotions are running high, and mm-hmm. there's like a lot of extra hormones going on because you know you're like you're just getting stuff going and whatever, and then that's all of a sudden you're like, oh, I can't. No, I'm not. This isn't my jam right now. I'm not. I'm out of this. Is that like a really outdated saying that I've been using forever? It's showing my age. Whatever. <laughs> my 26-year-old age. <laughs> yeah, it's something 26-year-olds are saying Wait, for sure. wasn't I with you that one year where I kept walking around saying I was only 19 years old and I couldn't buy alcohol? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought that was so funny. And Emily was getting so mad at me. She's like, if you don't shut up and stop saying that. And I was like, I'm only 19. I can't buy alcohol. <laughs> and I was like 26. Um, I thought, I thought I don't know. I was having a great time, but she was, she was not. <laughs> she was not on board with my joke. She was like, okay shut up please (laughs) um i don't know if i cared for the ending i don't know necessarily know if i really wanted them to be together or not i don't think i really did i think i was kind of like you guys kind of tried to make it work and again i think it's wild to do ivf now i'm assuming because in the united states ivf is like abhorrently expensive isn't it like super expensive it i it sounded like it's free for scottish people through a program or something but then there was like some other clinic that they could do and it was like it cost a lot of money and yeah i think you could it sounded like you could go through the program but it takes a long time you're on like a waiting list but if you wanted to go to like a private right doctor your your own doctor then you have to pay for it right right so that's interesting because that's not the way it works here i don't think i mean i don't know but i'm i knowing what I know about our healthcare system, I'm just going to go on a limb and <laughs> yeah, say that's I think it's not really how expensive. it works here. I think you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably, it's really expensive. Yeah. So, um, so that was like the first thing that I was like, what? <laughs> oh my God, that's so much money. But then I started like thinking about it. I was like, okay, this is a different country. They might have universal healthcare. Like, well, well, you know, and then I was like, okay, so it's maybe not actually expensive at all. Yeah. And that made more sense as to doing IVF. But to me, like, I, I just couldn't. I'm still, like, ama- like shocked by that, that they did that. Because, again, their relationship was still so I know. new. Well, I think uh, something I really liked in the movie was that. So, their relationship became a lot of just, like, arguing and disappointment because she couldn't get pregnant. And yeah. he kept, you know, and <laughs> so... He was the one who originally brought up getting pregnant, and then he couldn't even handle the mess that he started, like, and that made me mad. Like he was I like, know. he was like, I think we need to just forget about this pregnant thing. It's making us crazy. And I was like, I'm sorry, buddy, you're the one who brought it up yeah. three months into the relationship. I don't think she's gonna forget about and it because she clearly yeah, wants. She to clearly have a wants baby. a child. She yeah. wants a child with you. You seem to want a child with her, but you just can't like. You can't handle it. He just can't handle it. We talked about her feeling insecure, but we never talked about him feeling insecure. Maybe he saw her, this older woman, as like this, you know, end goal. Like that he wanted to uh, have a baby with her because maybe he was worried that she was going to end things with him. I did wonder if he was trying to baby lock her a little bit. Yeah. Like, Um, I didn't totally get that impression. Not in, like, a devious way, but just, like, a, I think we should start a family. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But to me, I think that they're, 
like I think that we're focusing too much on her insecurity and not enough on both of their insecurities, you know, because it seemed to me like both of these people and and I think that insecurity, especially in a new uh, like in a new relationship really is pretty normal. You know, you just don't really know this person. You don't know where it's going to go. Um, and but yeah, I think that what you said about the baby locking might not be too far from the truth because he, it seemed like he was really like he was really into it, you know, like, oh, let's do IVF, let's whatever. And I still can't get over that IVF thing. I was just like, wow, okay. <laughs> like, I'm like, and, and it seemed to me like, isn't part of like having a baby is like the fun of practicing for it or making it you know what I mean like you're supposed to be like let's get down and dirty whatever and then we'll see what happens but just as time went on you know you, you see her more and more heartbroken over the situation that she can't control and he can't either and it's like so sad and frustrating for her and yeah that's that's really my thought yeah and like the the doctor the second ivf doctor they talked to was like i don't recommend doing it again because your ovary count is low or something yeah he said count something, something something i don't, about, I don't know I, yeah, I, yeah I, egg count and nobody ever I didn't said totally anything like understand that either but i didn't and, yeah well nobody ever <laughs> said anything about jake like he didn't have a problem. I, didn't, I think that so, that was weird that n- well, he never tried to like check his, well, his sperm a, or whatever. They did like a donation. Like he did oh, like yeah, a sperm right, donation. Right, so right. I assume he's a 26 year old man who's, you know, in his prime. He doesn't have a problem impregnating right. a woman. It sounded like the issue was on her. And I think that that's really hard. Just, you know, I, I feel like she was the focal point of the movie. Like I honestly I think so too, didn't yeah. really care about his like point of view or perspective. <laughs> I, I got a little mad that he like he caused the fire but then didn't have the balls to like stick around with it and yeah. I, you know and he, and i mean both of them made mistakes but i uh so anyway he's like i think we just got to forget about this baby thing it's making us crazy and i thought that that was pretty insensitive um well and and later what he says to her too he's like what do you want me to say that i'm gonna go you can't have a baby i'll go and fuck and impregnate some other woman and i was like i understand that he's saying that in the moment of anger because he's frustrated in this situation but holy shit right i cannot imagine a more crushing thing to say to someone who is incapable of getting pregnant like that well i think i mean yeah to me like that was disgusting that was a disgusting horrible awful thing to say and i know she was kind of goading him and pushing him along but he didn't have to say that he didn't have to say that yeah well i um i liked how he was like she was saying like don't you want to be a family and he's like we are a family and i thought oh, that, yeah, that, that was, was a really nice yeah. thing to say to somebody like kids don't make a family like you can make we are a family you and i together are a family but i do i just like i think that he should have followed it up with like i'm really sorry that i put this pressure on us to have a baby but i feel like we're a family and and we should just enjoy being a family and 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 when it happens it'll happen and even if it doesn't like i love you but he didn't actually feel he didn't actually feel the second part like even if it doesn't happen at that point he still really wanted kids like later in the movie after they broke up his mom his dad was like if elena could never have kids will you still love her and then i think that's when he sort of came to terms with the fact that he's like yeah i I do love her even if we can't have kids together and um so i thought that that was interesting uh and i i there was a part in the movie there's two parts that i want to talk about still and one of them i thought was a really powerful scene 
and it was right before they had their major fight she, mm-hmm. she's really upset she's depressed it's when he around the time when he's like we're a family can't we just be a family and um and then they start having sex and she starts crying yeah that was and sad. i really i thought that that was a really powerful scene because i i think prior in their relationship any problem they had could be solved by having sex yeah and i think that the like just the distress and the pain that she was in you know like she was kind of into it it wasn't like he was attacking her she kind of started having sex with him it was just during she started feeling a lot of when you're having sex like the heightened emotion will Mm -hmm. make if there is a heightened emotion that is sort of negative not related to the sex it could come out with the heightened emotion of having sex and she just started like sobbing and he stopped and i was like oh my gosh what you need to do like just hold her but you know in the moment you can't do that you can't just be a decent human and hold somebody and be like what's wrong you have to immediately get defensive because he's also having sex and he's full of you know like lots of emotions going on and and i just i thought that was just fabulously acted on her part i thought it was really really a beautiful moment for her and and i just i don't know i i thought it was really well done and um I'd, I've never seen anything like that in a movie, and and I really appreciated that. And I was really sad that after that happened, they got in like a huge fight and broke up. And then obviously we know what happened. But and this was like a year and a half into their relationship, right. and and then the next scene I want to talk about is back at Carly's wedding when she's talking to Shane, um, and he's smoking. They're having the smoke break, and she's talking to Shane, and she's like, "Where's Annalise and your baby? I really wanted to meet them." And he was like, "Well." You know, we're on a break, and the baby happened so fast that we really didn't have a lot of time to get to know each other. And I, I thought think that was super heartbreaking for moment, her. Well, like, I thought in that moment the light bulb turned on, and she realized. And I think that this is something that we all struggle. We don't realize what we have when we have it. We yeah. always want something more. And I think she realized in the moment, like, we had something really good and we ruined it because we wanted a baby and a baby might have ruined us, like you said. Yeah. And that's a lot, there's a lot of subtext in that conversation. And he's like, he he blatantly says, you know, the baby came too soon. So if they would have had a baby when they actually wanted to, who knows what ha- would have happened to their relationship. But instead, not having a baby allowed them to time to get to know each other. But they almost like, threw it in the garbage because they didn't have the baby and it's like and then and i thought that it wasn't i i thought it was really good exposition and not too on the nose it was on the nose but it was said in such a way where you could see her realizing it but she didn't say out loud like i now realize that not having a baby wasn't a bad thing you could just see yeah it's not the movie old it's not right. m night Shyamalan. she's not gonna spell it out and so and then uh, mm. and then she goes back and obviously like <laughs> the the preacher know, at the wedding <laughs> gives a toast about unconditional love and i thought that was a little too on the nose i didn't really like yeah, that. that yeah and it was too much like i was like we already <laughs> learned our lesson she already learned her lesson with shane on the cigarette break we don't need a double lesson yeah, but I, sorry, then, I was of something relevant to kind of that anyway go on but we? then anyway she meets back up with jake to like give him his stuff and she says you know like she says i miss you People could search for years to have what we had. 
And he, in his like youthful impetuousness, is still like, I told you when I left, I wasn't coming back. And I'm like, stop being a 26 year old asshole and like listen to what she's saying. Because for me, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I don't think you should go back. Yeah, anyway, I, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if they, I don't know if he should have gone back or not. I, I'm kind of in like on the fence about that but i thought the sentiment was really nice and i thought that they just you know he was still just youthful and naive and um and then she's like you're my family you're right you're my family and i don't want to lose my family and i thought that that was a really nice sentiment so i wasn't upset that they ended up together but i also wouldn't have been upset if they if they had just taken what they'd learned and went and been in other successful relationships yeah i don't think they're like end game necessarily i don't think so either but i was fine with the ending yeah i i was too um i think the biggest thing for me in this film is that there was so much focus on them getting pregnant that I didn't think that there was enough focus on them as a couple. Yeah. Or who they were as people, just mm-hmm. in general. Yeah, because it would show there her, really like, isn't much information no, about either of them. I agree. You know, there's I not a lot of character development at all. I think that's a weakness in the movie. I agree. Because yeah. they show her at work and stuff, but it's all muted. We don't really get to I don't like, even see know, her interacting. What did she even do? Right. We, we don't get to know even, any of that. I was like, okay. Um, and... Yeah, and so he likes music, and that's kind of all we know about him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, oh, okay, well, so, like, congratulations, 99% of the population loves music, all right? You're nothing special. You know, I personally am obsessed right now with a cover of uh, Celine Dion's The Power of Love. It's called, tu er- no, Si Tu Eres Mi Hombre, and it's by La India, and I fucking love it. It's like this Latina little, like, dance. It's so good. Oh, my God, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway and that's what i've been listening to lately so if you're you know you're like into whatever anyway um yeah i, I really like see that i think that is uh, that was also a big issue for me is that i wasn't really rooting for either of them because i didn't know either of them so why would i care like i don't i'm like i don't like you know i don't you're not presenting these people as fleshed out developed characters to me to me, they're just like, they have like two thoughts and that's like being in a relationship and having a baby. And I thought that was really boring. I think I, I think if the movie cut out like maybe 15 minutes of the movie, it would have been a little bit better. Because it was, yeah. it, did, it did have some like slowness and it, you know, and I do agree that like there was so much time spent on them trying to have a baby and, uh, and I, I didn't fully care either because... Yeah, it's, yeah. It was, I just, there's just too much. It was too. I mean, you know. Also, part of it is my own my my own desires to not have children. So maybe that's part of it that I find boring because that's just not what I personally want. So I'm like, whatever. Um, well, but do you want to be a boxer? No. But you like the movie Creed. I do like the movie Creed. So I don't know if that's it. I also don't want to be a wrestler, but I like the movie The Wrestler. Yeah, I mean, so, a boring movie can just be a boring movie. It doesn't have true. to be because you don't want... But Creed and The kids. Wrestler are not boring movies. Those are terrible Well, I'm examples. just saying, like... No, it's not a bad example. I'm just saying, like, there They're are plenty so of movies... There are plenty of movies that don't represent what you want in that's your true. life, but you're that's able true. to enjoy them. So it doesn't yeah, all... Like, you're right. It's not because you don't want to have kids. It's right. because the movie just wasn't... 
your jam. It wasn't my jam. You're right. It was not. <laughs> Did you ever see that Vine like forever ago? It was. I think it's what, a Bo Vine? Burnham. You are definitely not 26 if you're talking about Vines. <laughs> it was like, I think it was Bo Burnham before he got really famous. And he was like, and he's in a car with his friends. And he's like, and a song is playing. And he's like, oh, oh, this is my jam. This is my jam. He goes, would you turn that off? Would you turn that off? And then he lifts up like a like a thing of jelly. And he's like, this is my jam, like strawberry jelly. <laughs> How did he become famous? Because that's not funny. Oh, I <laughs> so, would you recommend this movie? Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. It's very specific. Yeah. Uh, I think it's very thoughtful and it's a very interesting and I feel like there's a lot of emotional realism in the movie. Uh, some of the, thing- the predicaments that they're in aren't necessarily realistic because the relationship moves so fast. But I think that it's well written in some regards in like especially with the interpersonal relationships and the romantic relationship they're they're in and the emotions involved i think it's really well done and i think um leia costa is outstanding i think she stole the show for me i didn't really yeah, care she about was, jake she was a good actress i didn't care about jake i don't i mean you know and it may be well, you because were like, he's mr yeah, elton mr elton it could <laughs> be it really could be part of it but i also just feel like she is superb and she should be in more things because i really really liked her i thought she I've was really pretty and i thought she was a really good actress me neither and um so yeah i would recommend it to people like basically <laughs> If what we've talked about sounds interesting to you, you probably would enjoy the movie. But if yep. it doesn't, I don't think you will. So that's my recommendation. How about you? I think um, I would say like 95% of the time, I probably would not. There is, I think there is a slim, if it's the right context or the right person, maybe, maybe. But it would it would really have to it really have to be the right context for that. You know, it, it wouldn't just be something like, like Oppenheimer and like Babylon and like once upon a time in Hollywood, I've been like, Oh, see them, see them, see them to like everyone. I'm like, they're great. They're fantastic. They're really fun. You know, they're crazy, but they're fun. They're great. Um, with this movie, I'd be like, mm, I'm just going to say no, don't nah, nah, eh, no, don't, don't even bother. You know? So, um, I personally would never watch it again. I don't ever want to see this movie again, ever. I really don't like it. I didn't care about it. It wasn't my, it wasn't my jam. <laughs> and yeah, and so that's what I'd say. Yeah. Thanks, Isabella, for Thank you, another Isabella. recommendation. I really yes. en- enjoy and appreciate your recommendations. And I would really enjoy and appreciate any other yeah, recommendations yeah. from Isabella or any listener. Yeah. And free. don't, you know, just because... You recommend something and we don't like it doesn't mean we can't have fun and a great conversation. It doesn't mean we don't like you, know? you yes, as a person. Yes, we love you. All of you. If you like our podcast, be sure to give us five stars on iTunes. It really helps us get out there. Follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. New episodes released on Monday. We are also on Instagram, Facebook, X, previously known as Twitter, and LinkedIn. We're the Watchers of Movies is hosted and produced by Samantha Herpelsheimer and Lauren Powers. Editing is done by Samantha Herpelsheimer. Social media and advertising done by Lauren Powers. Theme song is done by Mike Myers. You can find him on Twitter or X at the Mike Show 42. Cover art is done by Samantha Harding. You can find her at SamanthaLHarding.com. 
Thanks to Mike and Samantha and our amazing listeners. If you have a movie suggestion or recommendation, you can direct message us on social media or email us at watchersofmovies at gmail.com. Thanks. Bye-bye. Okay, so these are the end credits. Future Samantha. <laughs> uh, okay, so I'm going to start. Okay. If you like our... <laughs> I think I'm actually okay. I won't do it. <laughs> Someone's just got to ruin it for everyone. <laughs>